What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, this is uh, Shane, the host of From the Shadows podcast, and I'm here with Jason, the super producer. Greetings, everybody. And the one and the only resident skeptic, the Ozark Howler. Hey, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> can you can you guys tell the excitement of the Howler? Uh, well. <laughs> no? No, all right. I, you know, I, you, you know me, man. I try to under-promise and over-deliver, right? Uh, so, so I don't need to catch you. Hey, I don't need catchy phrases. I don't need snappy hooks. I don't need ain't no clickbait with me. Okay, ah. it's the real deal. There you go. Well, for all for all of our new listeners, since we're a new member of the Odyssey Radio Network, we'd like to invite everybody to stick around after this short intro and check out what we like to call the midweek howl. And what the midweek howl is is it's just our little uh, story time with the with the Ozark Howler. Um, in which we try to try to lighten your week up a little bit with a, with a fit 10, 15 minutes of laughter. So stick around, laugh with us, enjoy the stories. Um, no harm, no foul. Um, so just be ready to, uh, to, to go to a world that uh, you probably hoped didn't exist in the world. And expect to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Expect to be entertained. So, you got it. You, do you have any warnings or? Uh, no, you know what, though? I wasn't, but what I was going to say is so may, maybe I, after I just told you there's a hook, there's no hook, there's a, there's a, there's a hook. You know, I, I think I said it earlier on the last one. I did with you guys, you know, I, I got a story for almost everything, you know, because I just been on, I was on the street for almost 30 years. So, I got a story for everything. So, if, if, you got a subject, send it to From the Shadows podcast, and I'll tell you a story about it. Yeah, yeah. And for the, I guess for those new listeners, the Howler has 30 years of being a sheriff, a highway patrolman, uh, air marshal, a homeland security, and, and probably a lifetime of just being an all-around funny dude. So, redneck, uh, man, redneck. Redneck. There you go, <laughs> so we hope we hope that uh, you give us give give us a little segment a chance and go check out the holler and uh, like you said, if you got some stories that you guys are interested in, you know, asking about or if he's going to have to send it to you guys because I'm not on social media, so it's got to go. Yeah, he's not. He's not on social media, so so if you really really want to say some good stuff about him, we'll share it with him. And if you say some bad stuff about him, don't waste your time. He won't ever hear it. We'll, He's kind of fragile, so we won't let him. So, with that, thanks for welcoming welcoming us onto the Odyssey Radio Network, and we hope that uh, you enjoy the show. So, so Howler, that was—I yeah. uh, I can't imagine going 100, 125 miles an hour in a car. Uh, how? I mean, how often does that happen? Chasing somebody like that. Well, part of it, not, not very, for me, not very, because it seemed like some people got in car chases all the time, and I n- never did. First of all, 
Well, I just never did. I worked in rural areas where there just wasn't a whole lot going on most of the time. So I'll tell you how rural they are. If you go up northeast Missouri on US 54 between Louisiana, Missouri, and Mexico, Missouri, it's just corn fields and bean fields and football fields. That's the only thing up there. And and I was driving around, and sometimes these the county I was assigned to wasn't big enough, you know. So I got on 54 one day, and I was I was pretty new. And I was just going to drive up what we call the troop line, zone line. And, now, you know, I, the county line I was assigned to. Now I'm a state trooper, so I can theoretically drive wherever I want. But they kind of wanted to keep you halfway corralled because you had an area of responsibility. So, But I left my area of responsibility just drive up the highway a few miles one day. And I'm about to make a U-turn. It's, it's U.S. highway, but it's, it's old school U.S. highway. So it's 10-foot lanes in each direction with a 10- or 11-foot shoulder. Um, but it's a two lane U S highway at that particular place. So I'd pulled over on the gravel on the right hand side to make a U-turn to go back to where I was assigned to. And there was one car coming. There's only one car out there. Uh, so I thought, well, I'll wait for it to go by me. Right. And it was this old two door late seventies, like Malibu. Primer oh, yeah. gray. Primer oh, yeah. gray with Craigers. And back in the day, nothing said stop me like primered paint and Craigers. And uh, <laughs> the only thing better than that is when you had your, your factory steel rims on the front and Craigers on the back, or you had some kind of wheel issue. But but they were running straight headers. This will mean something to the car guys in your audience. And and they knew it. And they knew they were going to be too loud. So when they went by me, they let off the gas to kind of like, you know, let the car idle back down. The problem is they should have put it in neutral when they went by. And I still don't even think it's running straight here. They would have quieted that much. So when it goes by me, they let off the gas and it goes, blah, 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 blah. So I go ahead and turn a U-turn. In Missouri at that time, I'm sure it still is, you had to have your car quieted to the manufacturer's greatest extent, which means you couldn't do a lot of crazy stuff, theoretically, with your exhaust or you'd be in violation. So, but the problem is I'm in a different zone. I'm in a different county than I'm assigned and I'm in a different troop. So I've got to wait for this guy to cross the county line before I can light him up. So I follow him three or four or five miles back to the county I was assigned to. And just inside that county, there was somebody turning or an ag implement or something. I don't remember why, but they were slowed down and which made me slow down. So we're going about 15 or 20 miles an hour now. And, uh, the first County road, there's a train tracks that parallels the highway and the train bed is about six or eight feet higher than the highway. If that makes sense. So when you turn off the highway, there's about 50 or 60 yards of gravel road. Then it goes over a humped up train track crossing, no lights, just cross bucks. And then goes off across farm fields. So, we're following this ag implement or whatever, going 15, 20 miles an hour. And here's this gravel road to the left. They turn on their blinker. So I turn on my blinker. The problem is there's a car coming, so they have to stop. So now they've come to a complete stop, <laughs> waiting for oncoming traffic. The cars go by. They complete their left turn. I complete my left turn right behind them to follow them onto this gravel. And as soon as we got on the gravel, 
I turn my red lights on. The passenger, now there's two dudes and a chick in the middle of them. Passenger looks over his shoulder to the left, looks to the driver. And and I vividly remember, because I'm like 50 feet behind him or whatever. He mouths something to the driver as we're going up this incline at the tracks. You know what I mean? And when he says something to that driver, the next thing I hear is whoop, whoop, like the old four barrels with open headers would do. And they took off. They took off, over, jumped over the tracks, and the chase is on. So when I came over the track, it looked like a, a tornado on its side, the, the white gravel dust. You know, because you couldn't even see the car anymore. It was just a big envelope of, you know, gravel dust. Mm-hmm. So so at that point, they could have just pulled over. You'd have gave them a warning for being Yeah, I wouldn't have done nothing to them because it's I was still, lazy. It's um, still, but they don't know t- that. They take off. So I was young at the time. I was probably 25. So I turned the whole deal on, and, and me and Henry Ford went down the road after him. Now, <laughs> you can soup up all the 78 Malibus you want with open headers and cams and do all that stuff. But when it comes to at that time, and, and truly today, too, late model, fuel-injected, anti-lock disc brakes all the way around, these cop cars are going to run you down, okay? I'm just telling you, all the kids out there in scanner world, these cop cars just keep getting better and better. So, this is a public service announcement to all yeah. our. To all. Oh, you want to be hot rodders? Yeah, you <laughs> might get them on a quarter mile drag strip or something, but in the real world, it ain't going to happen. So. <clears throat> They're flying down this road, and, and up there in, in farm country, it's like there's roads every mile or two miles, mile and a half, you know, either a blacktop or a gravel road on sections, and it's just big, giant sections and two, three, four sections of corn or beans, beans and corn. That's all there is up there. Every once in a while, a house, some grain bins or whatever. <clears throat> so about two or three miles into this, there's a blacktop, and at the blacktop, they make a left. So I make the left on the blacktop behind him. And that's where really where I caught up to him because on the blacktop, about 100, 110 was all this their car would run. So I remember straight flat highway. I remember pulling up beside him like something you'd see on the movies looking over at him. And, <laughs> and kind of triumphantly thinking, dude, you got to see that you are defeated. I've got more car than you. Just stop. I don't care how many... Moroso and Jeg stickers you got on this thing, it is not getting so, away. So essentially, he was the Clark Griswold, and you were the Christy Brinkley. And yes, he couldn't do it. So <laughs> I backed off, got behind him again. I'm running everything, and there's a there's a uh, and some of these farm places up there are just manicured. I and mean, I, you know what I'm talking about because you guys are in Ohio. Oh. You got oh, yeah. the guy, the billionaire farmer on the corner. That mows about seven acres with his thirty thousand no, dollar lawnmower. Listen, there's no such thing as a millionaire farmer. Just yeah, ask all, him. Right. Yeah, just ask him. So <laughs> there's a big farmhouse, bunch of machine sheds, grain bins, silos, and they're setting up there's like six or seven guys setting up these eight foot tables for like a graduation party or something like that. Okay. And, but right past them is a gravel road. So I, I remember this car 
I remember him looking up, looking at the car, and then looking at me as this car made a right-hand turn and went past him. And I'm right behind him, you know, or fairly close. So the chase is on again. We're back on the gravel. Well, after a mile or two, all of a sudden the dust just stopped. We went over a hill. There's a creek bottom way in the distance, and I there's there's no more dust. So I realized that they've turned off, but there's no place to turn off. So I turned my sirens off, turned my red lights off, turn around this gravel road, start going back real slow. And there was an old farm place that didn't have a house anymore, but the barns were and the silos were still there, and they'd turned it into a feedlot. Yep. So I eased down this, you know, probably 300-yard grass-lined, weed-lined road, kind of come around a little corner where the barns would be, and there's there's about 300 black cows on concrete with a big pipe fence all the way around it. And right in front of that pipe fence, sitting there idling, is Mr. 78 Malibu, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and they're, you know what's funny is if they'd shut the car off, they would have probably heard my siren turn off. But they hadn't. And there's three of them sitting there talking. And I ease up behind them. And they're, they don't even look in the mirror. They don't even see me. All these cows do. Uh, but they don't. <laughs> what? You know, it's funny what you remember. And I took out, and I had my shotgun. I took my shotgun out and I racked that slide. I jumped out and I racked that slide and I started telling the driver, just like the earlier story, get out and shut the car off, come crawl out the window. And as soon as I racked that shotgun, the girl in the middle started screaming, don't shoot. The driver started telling her to shut up. The passenger started telling him to shut up. Don't talk to her that way. And it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a domestic in between a bunch of black, white faces. <laughs> like he says, we're going to feed them or something. So I got all these cows bellowing. I got this domestic with the girl in the middle. His name was Cindy, I think. You know, don't talk to her that way. Cindy, shut up. You know, he ain't going to do nothing. And, and so I make this dude crawl out the window. I cuff him up. Then I make the passenger come out. I only got two pairs of cuffs. So now I'm done. She doesn't get nothing. And, um, you know, what's funny in the middle of all this, about two thirds of the way through, after I got them both cuffed and I'm trying to figure out what's going on out of nowhere, these voice says, Trooper, you need some help. And there was two dudes that had probably been standing there the whole time. You know, they had been there feeding or doing whatever they do <laughs> when that car pulled in, you know, they'd heard the siren in the background or whatever. And they had heard, seen the car pull in and then they had seen me come up behind them or whatever. So what the deal was, this, the driver was the big brother. The passenger was the little brother at school, high school, you know, and, and he had talked his brother in to, Hey, you know, like fifth hour, sixth hour, whatever it was early in the afternoon, I'll come by and pick you up if you want to skip school. So the, and, and they had like a 12 pack, I think is what they had 12 pack of beer. So the little brother tells this girl, so, Hey, you know, the girlfriend, Hey, I'm big brother's picking me up. Why don't you skip with me? So these kids just walked out of high school, walked out to the, you know, across the parking lot and big brother picked them up and they were just driving around drinking and his hot rod that he put the new motor in with a 12 pack. And <clears throat> so I got him cuffed and I'm driving out of here. I let, let the little brother take the car. Uh, 
and I'm driving out that gravel road, and I get up there by that blacktop. Remember where I was telling you they were setting up the, the party? Mm-hmm. And yeah. this old man is waving his arms over his head out in the highway to get my attention. And I stop, and he goes, I got to know, did you get him? <laughs> I just point to the back, point to this kid sitting there cuffed. I said, there he is. Oh, man, that was good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the beauty the beauty of living out in the country. The They're f- probably still talking about it. <laughs> probably like so. We, like we are. <laughs> oh, they got to. That's going to be the best story. Remember that time we were setting up for the... Mm-hmm. And they tried to hide in the feedlot? I mean... Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. You can visit our webpage at from the shadows podcast dot or contribute to our Facebook discussion page called After the Shadows and tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from Thank you for joining us and we look forward to hearing from you all. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>